the top, we top the top From the shots that's called to the tomahawks To the league boss and the ones who lost Give it to me once, I don't drop the ball To the home runs that was out the park Kershaw when I'm pitching off Kobe the Howard, he looking soft LA Rams in the city, y'all Got special guests, got breaking news Come top the top with Chatterbox We got it all with Chatterbox Everyone, thanks for tuning in I'm Alex White, here with Chatterbox And our engineer, Medina How are you guys doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy that I'm so upbeat today. I'm Am so I? upbeat. I'm awake. I'm oh, you're filling up. <laughs> Medina, did you work last night? No, I was just up late. Okay. It didn't op- it's not open on Sundays yet. Not yet. Next week. It's going to be tough Mondays next week. Yeah. I got a few Sundays too. So, T, you're going to be holding down the, the station over here. I'll try. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. All right, you're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. Um, Before I do alternative stats, because I've been slacking and I skipped it two weeks in a row, so I have a good one for you today. But do we have a quote from your mom? Oh, yeah, we do. Where's my phone at? All right. Let's see what we got today, what we got. All right, she has March 20th. To March, or um, excuse me, March 20th to June 21st is officially spring, but this Sunday, don't forget to move your clocks up an hour. So yeah, daylight savings times is daylight saving time is coming. Um, what does that mean? Does that mean we lose hour? Spring forward. Yeah, yes. we lose hour this time. But I'm happy with it. You said you're what? But I'm happy with it. I mean, we have longer like sun and days. You know. That is true. So Summer t- Vegas is slowly becoming Vegas again. Yeah. Vegas is slowly becoming Vegas. What was happening with all that again. snow? I enjoyed it, especially being from where I'm from. I'm, I, I, I was so happy about that. I think it was perfect, though. It wasn't cold for that long, yeah. so it was just a little bit. We got snow. Everyone was happy. Medina had a snow day. And a I, great did snow I tell day. the little like? Did I? I'm not sure if I told the story on the radio show or if I told it on the podcast. But I was talking to my friend Jerron, and he texted me. It was like a Sunday, and he was like. Uh, we got a day off from school, and I was like, <laughs> "For what?" And he was like, "Snow." And I was like, "Dog, it's not snowing over here." So I was laying down, and I got up around one o'clock for whatever reason. Walked outside. Text him. It was like, you know what, bro? It's snowing. You were absolutely right. It is snowing <laughs> over here. But I was like, no, we're definitely gonna be open. I tried to pull a fast one, too, with my sister. I was like, icy roads. I don't know if we should practice Friday morning. <laughs> she was like, not trying to get out of it, yep. too. Yep, she was like, no way. Okay, I have something for you guys really quickly. Because after that snow day, mm-hmm. Medina made a statement, remember? How, um, how much did you say that snowball weighed? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I said at least seven to 800, right? Yeah. And then I said, give me an animal that weighs that much. Yes. You went through. You did find one. I did. Yo, that text message was so funny. At like midnight. It was so hilarious. First of all, I was surprised you were awake. Hey, hey. What? Sometimes I can go past my bedtime. Hey, I was was impressed. But uh, for all of our fans, because, you know, we're growing by the day. Oh, yeah. It's a zebra. A zebra weighs 700 pounds. Yeah, that was the funniest text message. And no, a yo, our our group chat is funny. <laughs> yeah, giraffe is way more. I actually started a spreadsheet. Yeah, I did say a giraffe. Did, you did, did. I, say a giraffe? I think you did. I think giraffes are way heavier. I say, it's just for the record, can we look it up? 
how how far off? Because what I said was oh, yeah. they're super duper tall. I said, but I, I I mean I assumed that they would weigh a lot. So we were hovering around the 800... 1,800 pounds. Yeah, right. so yeah, we're gonna we gonna move on. <laughs> yeah, we gonna move on. We gonna we, that never happened. Um. Okay, you want to move on? Yep. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, I, I have another one tough thing. one for you. I was say because you do have alternative stats. Before we get to that, I just want to put an energy out in the air because you guys know how heavily I deal in energies. Um. Facebook is crazy. Oh yes. With uh, with the memories that like, first of all, as much backlash as they get for a lot of the things that they do, um, some would say that it is, that is warranted. Um, the one thing that I think about it is I try to find like the positive things in it, at least the things that you like enjoy and I enjoy consistently. The memories are one thing that, for the most part, I enjoy consistently. I got a memory today. And it was two years ago, I was in San Francisco for the California College Media Awards. And they said, and it was so funny because um, I'm not even sure if the administrator or if the teachers knew, if the professors knew at Cerritos what um, certain people in the newsroom had won for, but they just let us know that we won. And it was a couple of us who won and they were like, at first we weren't going to go. And shout out to Alicia. Alicia was like, no, like we're even if I have to like take you guys, we're going. And sure enough, she rented a car. And Wait, you already knew that you won an award? We, yeah, you just didn't know we what? just didn't know which one. And you weren't going to go? And no, because we I mean, it was one of those where it was a couple of us. So it was like it's not one of those award shows where we constantly, you know what I mean, entered in. So Alicia was like, no, this is a big deal. Like we're going to go. And Alicia was like, let's do it. We all kind of packed into her and in in, into the into the rented uh, Dodge. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I hope she's listening. I don't know what Charger. she I don't know. Oh, no, it wasn't anything like that. But um, it was it was like because it was a van because it was a couple of us. Like oh, okay. it was a, it was a crew. But um, but anyway, um, it was so funny because when we went, I was on my phone. And I forgot that I had did a women's basketball end of season podcast just with the team, just talking about just moments from the year. And when they got to the podcast section, I was on my phone. When they got to the first place, Alicia kind of like hit me in the arm and I kind of looked at her and was like, whoa, like that was the one I wasn't really expecting. I was like, I have kind of forgot that I had even did that. So I just want to put that energy out there. That's really so cool. So that, that plaque is one that I kind of look at and be like, if any of them shocked me, that that was the one. So let's just put that energy out there. I feel like we got more to come. Oh, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I'm I'm, I'm ready to add to the collection. I'm hoping to, to, to build one as large as the one that Medina has in her house. Oh, my God. I don't got anything over there. All right. Whatever. Never mind. <laughs> Shoot it down. I mean, I take my boyfriend's bodybuilding champion. I was about to say you'd be claiming them as your own anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Why not? Um, so, so we got alternative stats, right? Yes, we do. Are All you right, two ready? Let's go. Let's do All it. right. So two of these are true. One of them is false. Mm -hmm. You guys need to figure out which one is not true. Um, Bryce Harper was the favorite to win the NL MVP before and after his 13-year, $330 million deal with the Phillies. Are you going to give Sorry, the next one false? Oh, yeah, she's... Oh, yeah. Um, Draymond Green leads the league in technical fouls with 14. Or the original six national hockey teams 
are Montreal Canadiens, Toronto Maple Leafs, Detroit Red Wings, Chicago Blackhawks, New York Rangers, and Boston Bruins. You want which one's true? One. Oh no, we got to go which true. one's false. I think I know this one. NHL one's true. Do you agree, T? What if I threw out a random one? one? You want to read through them again just just to sure. give us a shot? One okay, Montreal, Toronto, Detroit, Chicago, New York Rangers, Boston Bruins. And that's the last one. The second one that you said was Draymond Green leads the league in technical fouls with 14. The first one was Bryce Harper was the favorite to win National League MVP before and after his $13 million. I mean, it's th- yeah, right. It's 13 year, $330 million <laughs> contract. 13 million. That's crazy. <laughs> he has that in per game probably. But, um, okay, so I, so which one are you going with? I think I know which one I think is false. Um, I don't want to say. <laughs> what do you think is true? Which one, which do you one think I is think is also true? true? I just recently watched a, a Warrior game. And Draymond got assessed his 13th technical. So, so I've missed a couple of Warrior games. I would assume that he's at 14 now. Um, the first one, Bryce, I know that Bryce is the favorite to win National League MVP now. I don't know if he was before, but I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that they don't show Nolan Arenado enough love because I, I feel like I do. Yeah, but do. um and I don't know even who else they're going to say. And then watch afterwards, I'm going to get hit with all types of names and I'm going to be like, relax. <laughs> but um, tweet us. Yeah, right. Please, <laughs> please do that. But uh, talk nerdy to me, Alex. That's Alex's segment. Please yes. go ahead and, and send something that way. Talk nerdy to me. Um, and follow so us on Twitter, that, by the way. It's uh, talk that talk LV. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So you're that, going that plug with, was perfect. Yeah. But I'm going with uh, the hockey one is not true because of that. I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. positive on the first two, but based on the knowledge that I have about the first two, that's what I'm going to go with. Medina? Well, I, don't look at me like that. Okay. <laughs> I was going to go with the first, because you said before and after yeah. with Harper. So That might be the... You guys, I think I'm like 4-0 against you guys on these. I think you probably are. I'm, I'm doing pretty good finding these, <laughs> these stats trying to trick you. Um, Draymond Green, he doesn't lead. He does have 14. But Dwight Howard has 17. Du- oh. Draymond, Dwight? Hold on. He had, Draymond Green has 16, though. Sorry. So that was false, too. Oh. And Dwight Howard does have 17. He leads. Kevin Durant Dwight? and How Russell Westbrook have 14. Enough to get that money. All right. <laughs> or he's just... <laughs> I better uh, check myself again. <laughs> oh, man. I was about to say this one. We're going to have to... All right. Well, but Draymond always is... In that realm, so for whatever reason. Just for fun, mm-hmm. how many technical fouls do they the have to get? over-under on Draymond? No, no, oh, no, okay, no. that was about to be funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that is was going to be hilarious. <laughs> let's do it, actually. Actually, let's do it. Where is he at right now? He's at 16. Wait, hold on. Let's, let's, oh, hold on. Yeah, see how many games are left? Yes. Oh, we about to go through all of this. So, I was going to ask, though, if you know this, how many technical fouls until... You're suspended for a game. I, don't I thought it was 14. Or f- I thought it was 14 or 15. That's a lot anyway. Like, that's crazy. Okay, before suspension. I think it's 16. 16. 
Yes. Yeah. 16. Uh, unsportsmanlike technical fouls during the regular season will result in a one-game suspension. One game immediately. Um, if my dad is listening, can you please text me the number to give them for the over-under? For Drake. <laughs> yeah, for the rest of the year. I don't that know where to set the number, insane. you know? insane. Trying to see how many games they have left. That's Oh, wait. So I was going to say, somebody's phone is vibrating. I mean, yeah, I've got a girlfriend calling me. Oh, see, I was about to be like, is that your dad? Wait, wait, did he text you right now? Okay, so... um. <laughs> Yeah, that alternative stats was good though. That was actually a, that was a good one. That one got you guys caught me off guard, and that's why I was like, I'm unsure about the last one. So, uh, so I don't know a ton about hockey, but I'm like trying to think of. I'm pretty sure you would have thrown in a random one. So I was like, who yeah, know who could have been? But there's a few that you think could be could in that be original in that six. Original? Once, because at first, and and you, you, we're gonna move on because now I'm gonna try not to make it a podcast conversation because. You think you slick because She's what did you slick. Uh, absolutely and that's what's so frustrating because when she she mentioned the Rangers near the end so every name she was mentioning I was like if you don't say the Rangers all of this is obsolete so when she said it I was like it's okay it's now I was like one. all right okay so, hold okay. on my dad did text me but okay, he okay. I got something wrong here so he had to fix it okay um, Draymond Green does have 14, but he's he not 14. leading. It is Russell Westbrook has 16. Ooh, Wait, okay. what? That does. Now that's completely different. Yeah. I, really? I did forget about Russ. That's kind of crazy that Russ has 16, especially when you kind of watch w- when they assess game? the technicals. Like, I don't know. Um, since we're talking, I about- guess Dray- well, Draymond has missed games this season, so right. that's what I'm honestly okay. gonna. We could gonna we could go with that. Um, since we're talking about technical fouls, yes. can we talk about um, Trey Young? Oh my gosh, the, t- the ejection that shouldn't have been an ejection. Yes, that shouldn't have been an ejection, right? But you know what's funny too? Now that I say that, because I had to not—I just fell into this conversation. Now I had to. Um, well, it was like it was weird because I was refereeing and. We had got warning before, like prior, you know what I mean? Like, keep make sure about safety. Uh, we almost had an incident, whatever, whatever. Like, you just want to make sure that we're pushing player safety first. So even if you have to prematurely, like, you know what I mean? Like, stop something. Right. Like, to make sure it doesn't turn into a fight, like, that's fine. So, obviously, game's going on perfectly fine. One of my friends, one of my boys, I – Tried to give a couple of different warnings to him and a, him and a player. They were going back and forth. Game was winding down, and I I had to act in the moment as the ref. And I was like, I know, I know, I'm gonna look like. Wait, when was this? Thursday. Oh Thursday my night? gosh. Oh Thursday night, yeah. So you threw your you ejected your friends I had from to. the game. Well, no, it wasn't like it wasn't an ejection. It was and it, it was because intramural rules are a little different. So it was assessed as like. An intentional foul, because like we understand, because I know a lot of people are gonna freak out, because mm-hmm. like the philosophy of intentional fouling, like at the end, is obviously a regular like grab on the on the grab on the wrist, whatever it is, grab on the jersey, make sure the referee sees you. It just once it's like a certain type of contact, if it's not malicious, we're not gonna eject you. So that's what I was letting the other refs know too. Like he didn't try to hurt him. It wasn't malicious. You could see, I it it just looked like frustration. Did, did the other refs in. want to eject them? I'm not sure if they had the the angle because I was baseline and he fouled him in the corner. 
So it was just one of those situations where I had to act. And I was just like the it was just aggression. So that's why I was just like, you you can't be out of control when trying to commit an intentional foul. So that's what the situation turned into. But he didn't get ejected or anything like that, but it turns into right. a disqualification is what they call it. But an ejection leads to all types of other things, and it wasn't one of those because it wasn't a malicious act. But um, So, yeah, so speaking of technicals, that's, that's one thing that kind of came up. I don't think Trey – it was funny because – Watching players, because it's, a, it's a, a new situation for me a little bit, watching players that's younger than me, it's so funny because Chris Dunn is older. Chris Dunn is 25, 26, I believe, and Trey is, what, 19, 20? Trey is 19, 20, something like right. that. Trey's probably 19. Um, and Trey has shot the ball, and Chris, and this was first quarter, I believe, Trey had shot a three, like, timeout was taken. Trey had shot a three just because, and Chris kind of walked through his shot. And Trey kind of was like, what the, kind of, like, moved his arm. Like, what are you that doing? That was the first one, right? Yeah. And, then and they... Trey, I mean, that's when Chris kind of slapped him in the back of the head. And that was funny in itself. And that, it, it was funny. It was disrespectful. That but was very disrespectful. That's where the age showed. Because I think Chris was more so, like, don't, excuse me, chill out. So it was almost like a big brother type of thing. Yeah. So that's what was so funny because that's, you could tell, because I said big brother, that's like a big brother thing. Regardless of what Trey did, he was going to make Trey shoot. So that's why his hands was down on that last three that Trey made in the third quarter. That's why Trey put his hands on his hip. They didn't eject him for necessarily staring at him. When Chris Dunn looked back at him, Trey shook his head and turned around. That's when I felt like they were like, all right, that's Tawny. Because Trey was looking at him like, you going to keep your hand up? Disrespectful. All right, go ahead. Get yeah, but that and he wasn't. Left, the reference was like, I didn't even say anything. He was like, I just looked at him and shit. I was like, Yeah, Trey, I'm kind of with you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you, Trey. You just you. Hey, if that was playground, everybody would have laughed and kept it pushing. <laughs> I agree, and you know what? I'm fight really even have broken out. I'm really happy for him because I feel like when he first got drafted, he like everyone was all about him, right? Uh, Oklahoma, right? Yes. And he was just killing it. And then he went down. I was worried about size. Right. I and was worried about size and turnovers. I That's feel like a lot of people about. were rooting against him, though. That's crazy. I, I don't see why you would see somebody like that that has the possibility to change something. Right. Or at least join something. Because when everybody saw Steph, they were like, oh, that's crazy. We're never going to see another one. And then you saw Trey and you were like, he's young enough to kind of, if he, if he perfects that, he can become something close to that, hopefully. He, so to root against him is kind of that's, that's you're a hater. He just right. better not you're join the Lakers because yeah. he let oh. the noise get to him about him being the next Steph Curry. Can, can, so did he'll you guys, get um, see Snoop Dogg talking about the Lakers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen that, you need to go out and just that watch is a that podcast quick, conversation. 20, 30 seconds of Snoop Dogg and how he feels about his Lakers. That's so on funny. his Instagram, right? Yeah, it was post. I think um, I saw it. Maybe ESPN had redone it, or one a of the sports of people uh, pages I oh follow. Oh my gosh, Snoop's was, funny. Snoop's I was honest. Cracking up. Snoop is so honest. He's also put it out there that he's selling his box seats or his suite box for what five dollars. But the crazy for thing is, though, I <laughs> don't believe. And and now I'm, it's not even a shot. It's not even a slight like to Snoop, but I don't think. Those are going to last for long only because Snoop has a lot of people that's close to him that 
I'm sure that would be like, I'll go just, you know what I mean? Just because. So I think eventually he, I think, I don't, I'm not sure how many games he's going to be at. I do believe that to be factual. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, he definitely seems like the type that'll look at his family or look at just yeah. friends that are close to him or fans that, you know what I mean? He contacts directly. But I don't. Yeah, no, I don't I think like he's joking. Flavor with it, Flav. But he was so mad. I don't think he was. I don't think it's a joke though. Yeah, I just like, think I the mean, specifications like, is like I don't think it's a raffle. Like you can hit it, hit his DM, and he gonna find you. Yeah, he's. I don't like, think he's gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like my boys. Like you know what I mean. I'm making this announcement. Family members take them. Like you know what I mean. And then of course when he does his DJ Snoopadelic shows out here, mm. if he has man, who's to say? Uh, okay, the reason why I said Flavor Flav, do you remember when Snoop's son went to Gorman? And Yes, yes, yes. I almost forgot. I was like, what? But and yeah, he, he made this awful, awful Move the Chain song. It was pretty rough. But, um, okay, sorry. Before Word? we... Yeah. For, for the football team. I have not heard it. I'll have to show you. But my dad did text me. We have an over-under... For Draymond, and this is what he said, because you are correct. He Draymond has played only forty-eight games with fourteen technicals. That's almost thirty percent of his games. So he wow. gave us the over/under for the year at eighteen and a half. And he's at fourteen right now. What are we in? This is March. F- four more. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Where my gonna go? my dad's gonna get us with that hook. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's so funny because I think that I don't think the Warriors are going to start sliding. I don't, but I think the Nuggets are going to keep winning. I think other teams at the top of the West are going to keep. I think the Thunder are going to keep winning and things like that. So I think because of that reason, Draymond's going to feel like the team needs to fire. So yeah. I feel like he's going to get a couple more. He knows how valuable he is, and he's in a contract year. I'm gonna go under. There's still 19 games left. Wait, cause wait, timeout. Wait, now that I take that back, even <laughs> with the even with the under, if I'm thinking 17, he still gets suspended. 16, it gets suspended, right? Yes. Yes. So over under. No, I'm going under, but he's still gonna get suspended. Yeah. So just right there. Yeah, he's still gonna get two more by the end of the year. I, I absolutely see that. All right, I'll so take the that, over then. Is the over? You take the over? I'll take the over. Yo, if Draymond gets. F- what is that? 18 and, a half. 18 and a half. If Draymond gets five technicals in the next month, we have to have a conversation on this on this platform. Okay, while we're talking about the Western Conference, um, can we talk about the Lakers a little bit? Sure. I have a really funny prop bet that the Westgate, actually. Are the Laker fans going to find it funny? Um, probably not, because they're probably still actually betting on this the wrong way. But <laughs> the wrong. Way. So before we take a break, Friday, March first, because I, um, Jeff Sherman, he does a great job with all the prop bets over at Westgate. I follow him on Twitter, so he like posts these. So the odds for the Lakers to make the playoffs, the yes was plus one seventy, the no was minus two dollars. So. Obviously, Laker fans are like, yeah, they're going to make it, right? Take that plus money. By Saturday, their odds to make it were plus 240. To miss it was minus $3. And then who'd they lose to Saturday night? Phoenix. Phoenix. Shout out to the Lakers for making Phoenix <laughs> not the worst team in the league. Now they're tied. Oh, so, wow. And then Sunday to make the playoffs was plus 600. To miss the playoffs is minus 900. 
That's a huge jump, huge, huge jump. I just in three days. At this point, Whew. at this point, I just want to hear from Laker fans. I want to know what. Stink already converse. told you. All right. So are we taking that plus six hundred? <laughs> Am I taking the plus six hundred? Yep. On on them making the playoffs. Them making the playoffs. I told you before. And I'm not playing. I'm not betting against LeBron James because Indiana gave him every reason last season to lose that series. Every every reason. And that you know what's funny too about that buzzer beater that he hit. And you almost touched on it when Vic got injured. And even I think the episode before it, and I've avoided that conversation because the past two series that Indiana has had in the postseason with LeBron. And I'm going to say LeBron because it happened in Miami a couple of times and it happened when he was in Cleveland a couple of times. LeBron, he has a way for being, and a lot of people like to say, like Kyrie has it, of course, and obviously Kobe had it, things like that. Um, But when you look at LeBron in the clutch time, maybe you could just say it's the Eastern Conference, but that's where he's been his entire career. He has a knack for stepping up. He does. Like, and you can say what you want about him when it comes to the finals, but it's like those were big steps that he were take that he was taking getting to the finals. So that three that he hit against Indiana, when they were in first of all, that was a goaltender, and I knew it in the moment. I knew it in the moment watching from my couch. And the play right after, I was I don't even remember who I was sitting next to, and I looked at the person that was like, Don't let Bron go left. If he gets the ball top of the key, grab him. Grab him before he gets a shot up. I don't even care if we go to like an overtime or another overtime. You can't let him get this shot off to win. As soon as he got the ball at the top of the key, I looked at the person and said, it's over. Uh, he's still bitter. Can you Once hear he, it? Absolutely. He's still I, 100% I am. Nah, nah, I'm just playing. But um, the reason why, like I said, that's why I tell people all the time. That's why I tell people all the time when I give Brian love. You should really look at me and be like, okay, this is an objective opinion because I have every reason to hate this man. That's it's a good and point. And I don't. And this, yeah, one of the greatest. That's a good point. When we get back, we're going to talk about the Celtics and their uh, downward spiral. And then I want to ask T if he thinks Paul George being out helps his case for MVP. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right. UNLV Summer Term is a proud supporter of RepFest happening Tuesday, March 12th at the UNLV Student Union. RepFest is a celebration of art and local music featuring 15 performances across two stages. Find lineup and artist info at repfest.com and information on summer term at summerterm.unlv.edu. They'll challenge your authority because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. Growing up in New Orleans with my brother, we never knew what we'd find under the Christmas tree, but we always knew that the day would be filled with fighting over toys and some music. 
I'm with Marcellus. Please join me for a swinging holiday jazz party. I'm going to share some of my favorite music of the season, stories of the talented men and women who make the music sing and swing, including Louis Armstrong, Duke Ellington, Ella Fitzgerald. Don't miss a swinging holiday jazz party. Tonight at 8 on Listener Supported 91.5 The Source. Resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. I'm DJ Mongo here in your head. Did you ever get the feeling that all electronic music gets to sounding annoyingly the same? Like computers have robbed the music of its heart and soul? Well, I'm here to tell you that great music didn't stop getting made in the 21st century. Yes, computers in the wrong hands can rob music of its heart and soul. But in the hands of a Beethoven or a Mozart or even a Marley, the computer is the greatest musical invention since the amplifier. Allow me the opportunity to show you what I mean every Friday night, Saturday morning from 1 to 3 a.m. in Mongoland on 91.5 The Source. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. I'm Alex White here with Chatterbox. Yep, yep. And our engineer, Medina. Hey, yo. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Talk that talk, LV. Uh, do you know the Instagram handle by? Uh, I believe it's the same thing. I feel, no, I lied. At Talk That Talk Radio Show. Yes, and oh. Facebook is that one too. So make sure yes. you guys follow those. Uh, if you're listening and you have to go to class or something, we'll put a, the audio up sometime tonight so you can yes, always catch yes. us later. Yeah, don't listen and I have in a text class. From Roman too about the podcast that we're going to get into later on anyway. Okay. So the podcast always goes by when we load it up to SoundCloud or th- even the radio show. The audio. There the was audio. one. There was one um, episode two point five. The one that we did at Alex's house. That audio didn't go up because the GarageBand link broke again. So I'll, I'm realizing that it's my storage on my computer. So that's why the past couple of times you've been running it from Alex's computer. These poor college students. Yeah. What are we doing? And then I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Two birds, one stone. I need to get. Um, I need to get uh, an external hard drive for my computer anyway and I'm in a journalism 202 class and I need an external hard drive I'm like oh this is going to be what I need to get for this I was talking to my teacher about it shout out to Miss Reem and she looked at me and was like we're using PCs in here oh, no. and I was like huh and huh? she was like yeah I'm still like <laughs> a child I was like huh <laughs> and she was like <laughs> and I know I gave her like a like a kindergarten just face I turned my head and was like huh and she was like, yeah, we're using PCs. So you got to get a PC hard drive for this class. And it looks no. like for your podcast, you need to get a There's a hard, hard drive, drive that can work for both. I, yeah, I have send one. It, it has like 250, yeah. what it, but it's expensive. I'll, anyway, yeah, there we'll, is. We'll I was about to say, we'll, yeah, we'll that's get into numbers because I don't even want to yeah, discuss um, that on air. No, but some of my friends were but asking with SoundCloud and listening to the radio show. It's by the blocks. So to, you'll Number one would be the first hour and then the second right. hour. You can mm-hmm. listen to it that way. Absolutely. Broken up into two hours for you. Easier to digest, hopefully. Okay. I know Medina is dying to get into UFC yes, 235 because yes. she was actually there. So we're going to get all the insight from her. But first, we got to touch on the combine a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do and that. And maybe a little AAF. Yes. Yes. Let's keep doing that because the championship is out here. I'm going to keep plugging that. The championship is out here. April 27th, Sam Boyd, just work with us. Just work with us. We're we're trying. Yeah, we're definitely going. But we're trying to figure out if we can get a podcast episode from there. That would be dope. That would be so dope. From the roof, from the rooftop of Sam Boyd Stadium, I I think that's that's a win for me. That'd be cool. I think that'd be dope. It'd be warm. I'm I'm trying to think of who 
the contact would be might be we'll figure that out might be hard get into i think i have two okay we'll we'll see yeah i have two okay so who are the two uh best i thought you were gonna say who are the two contacts oh no what um the two aaf team you know what's so funny I, I'm still struggling with identifying the teams. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, because I mean, it's a new league. They can't be upset. I don't feel like, but right. I'm identifying players for the most part. Like, I'm trying to. I'm. You already know. Since the first week, I'm rooting for Trent Richardson. Right. I'm rooting for Trent Richardson. Like knowing his story a little bit, hearing him speak about his story, um, it can happen to so many people getting that big of a check that early, feeling the obligation to take care of everybody. So I get it. Like it's stressful. A little bit of his story out with everybody. And I don't even have a check. I, I just said I get it. I lied. I don't get it. Let me take that back. I don't get it. Let me put that back out. I don't understand that yet. Yeah, you can't even get a hard drive. Hey, I'm yeah, I can't <laughs> even get a hard drive. I'm over here getting the what does it say right now? Update Apple ID settings. Your disc is almost full. See? Like well, this continues to happen. This is totally off topic, but I mean, how many articles do you think you have on this thing? You write like two a day, so I and you've been doing it for don't know five years. I don't. Have know. you looked on? The I did get a glimpse of how many I've written for the free, free press. press? Yeah, have you looked on there? Typed in With his, his name. Stuff, it's everything. just like yeah. yeah. I'm like, do you have anyone else that covers sports, or do you just <laughs> run it all? Yes, we do. We I'm have saying, a lot. You got more plaques coming. More I'm working. Okay, so can you tell us a, his story a little bit? Because you kind um, of did touched on it. I, I come, I've been everywhere. To, uh, whose story am I? Oh, Trent Richardson. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I was, I was like, where am I going? This conversation has gone everywhere. I feel like it's a podcast. But um, no. In all seriousness, Trent Richardson basically said that he got drafted. Um, I believe he... But and I don't want to even get it wrong, so let me just tr- try to use general statements. Um, I believe he bought his mom a house or either his grandmother a house, and his house he bought him he bought himself a house, but he bought like a super huge one. And what he did was he just moved in the people that most people would just like put up in a nice apartment, right. a nice loft townhouse, whatever the case may be. He just moved those people in with him. You can't allow everybody, especially multiple family members, to have access to everything like mm-hmm. that. You can't do it. That's so you rough. Can't. So, of course, him over the time of working and I mean, you play football, so you got to go to practice. You got film. You got study. You got every. I mean, I said study. I'm over here. I can like a, a program in college. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, but you have you have film. Uh, film study is what I was actually trying to go. You have film study, you have practice, you have um, even even still organized meals with your team. Like depending on the organization, they still do have that, especially if it's a road game. Um, and then you have the game itself. So with him being away from home so much, he I forgot what it was. It was one of those like after a sports center where it was like thirty minutes in between. So it was like a fifth. It was like a shorter thirty for thirty, and it was like fifteen minutes on two different people. And that's the Trent Richardson story. And I was like, yo, where's the full hour? Like, do you guys have a full hour on that? So seeing him and what he's doing in the AAF, absolutely. I don't I don't care. I don't I haven't even really done too much research in anything else. It's the first name that I saw. I know his story. That's who I'm rooting for. Whatever team he's on. Absolutely. Whatever team he's on. That was my next question. Without, without question. 
we might have to look that up. I have Which really, team is it? I, I yeah. personally oh, like haven't been able to really get into. I haven't the either, games are and I've tried. Yeah. The games are interesting. I'm trying. Like I said, it's one of those things where it's like. I'm watching for the most part, and it's like like Christian Hackenberg, when he was playing, I was like, I know he just recently got benched, but when he was playing, I was like, oh, okay, at least I know that name. Yeah. So the other players, right. I'm like, oh, okay, this, there's one running back, and oh, man, it's about to, I, I'm not even going to act like I know which team he's on. Actually, I think uh, my friend Eric might, he was talking about a running back. He's super short, and I don't know if he if he's going to get the look because he's so short. But that league is, yeah, that league can be a, a window yeah. to show people like, yo, I can I can play. Even if you want me for a couple years for this window, I can be it. Definitely. It gives players more opportunity and gives them a chance to make Absolutely. it Absolutely. And at the, the end NFL. of the day, too, it's something to do. Period. And, I mean, call it, how, call it what you want. But a lot of people, um, it's Birmingham. He's in Birmingham. Birmingham. That's the team that he's on, Birmingham. And this is not to discredit and, like, um, disrespect the AEF or anything. No. It's just something you got to try to get into with everything. Absolutely. All I say is something that's new. And, I mean. Yeah. You know what's crazy from the betting standpoint? What's up? Um, the unders are just hitting. Like, one game goes over every weekend. The rest have all just stayed under. I have um, a little oh, tip for you. I wonder how much uh, of it is they're 12 and 4. I heard it's just they weren't calling, you know, all the fouls or whatever. So they, uh, it's a very okay. defense. I don't know, defense it's, it's, strong. It's a, I would say They're letting it's them a play. Defensive driven league, it's seeming like not even a game, but it's right. a defensive driven league. Okay. Yes. So I guess they don't want to be one of those things where they feel like it's just one of those get. It's one of those leagues where you can just get there, put up numbers. It's an offensive show. They're trying to show that they're like they're a complete league. There's a, there's a game plan behind this. Um, by the way, your boy, Richardson, he leads the league with seven rushing touchdowns. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you, Kenny White, for that <laughs> information. Trent for MVP. Like, oh, yeah. That's... Since we're talking about defense right now, sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, I just switch it over. You it. watched a lot of the Combine, right, Medina? Which I yeah, had a hard time doing that, too. Did you? Yes. But it seems like it's a very uh, – it's like defense it heavy, right? It is. I think – Oh my God! There's so many people with highlights. If you look at everything, and the NCAA stat page I was just looking at on Instagram has a lot of. It shows just kind of like the five-year average and averages with everything. There's so many people that are really close to breaking records or breaking records, and it's yeah, it's very impressive the Columbine right now. Definitely, there were some big boys running. Uh, my son last night was like, "Mom, he's big," and I was like, "Look at those numbers he's putting up, though." I know. I was like, oh my gosh. I know that's insane. Yeah, some of those. Uh, you know, wait. You know what? Wait, 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 wait. When we're wait, watching wait. the defensive linemen, is what you know, seeing them run. And this like, is why I, I gotta point this out because everybody's talking about who did obviously put on a performance and things like that. There was a lot going on on social media about Elijah Holyfield and I missed the opportunity again. I don't know if I saw. It's out I there? Missed the, yes, I missed that opportunity <laughs> again. Actually, let me see if I can try to do let it last minute because the conversation about Elijah Holyfield, while it was funny, while it was so funny, I understand. He, I'm not even sure what he ran. I'm not sure if it was a 4-8. Like it was, it was pretty bad. 4-6. It was, I don't know what it was. It was pretty bad. And um for for NFL standards. 
Well, and with him being Evander's Ho- Evander Holyfield's son, when you just watch his style, he's a grinded out running back. I'm not looking for him to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Be the be be the speedster that Darren Sproles is. So they're gonna people are gonna eat those words. I'm telling you, Elijah Holyfield. He, Elijah Holyfield. Yeah, we need to That's find some tweets. No pun intended. We need to find some tweets so we have oh, this. Oh yeah, let's see if I ready. can go ahead and search that. And while you're doing that, um, I was trying to find out because DK Metcalf was really well stellar performance from him with everything because didn't he have like a season ending injury at some point with the neck injury and then came back and he's like you know killing it killing it good he ran a four three three and a 40 oh my gosh so so fast and montez sweat sweet sweat sweet four one s-w-e-a-t sweat i think it's sweet i think it's pronounced it's a great way to pronounce Sweet, <laughs> four I'm four one ran a four four one. Sweat. Your boy we, is two hundred and six pounds. Yeah, we. Yeah. You know, so it's like they're, they're getting there. Yeah. However you pronounce it, he's going to be a problem as well. Uh, yeah. But I'm I'm actually looking at this. So for it's out there, I just want to point this out at roster watch, at roster watch, running back bench thread. We're talking about bench press. Oh, okay. I have this, Alex Barnes. Yeah, Alex Barnes has 34, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. Kind of. I mean, the next person in, Wait, in line that's in his in next in, person in line in this section, you know, oh, in, in this, the combine. Oh, I was about to in be this, like cuz yeah. This year's combine. Because I'm looking at the rest of these um running backs. There's 34 for Alex Barnes. Um Jalen Moore has 27. Elijah Holyfield is next with with 26. 26. After that, we have a 25, a 24, a couple of 22s, three 21s, and then I think one 20 on the nose. So outside of those running backs, outside of those, what is that? So let's say 15 running backs or so. Yeah. Hovering around that number, give or take. Repped over 20, um, had over 20 reps. Mm-hmm. How many of those do you think Elijah Holyfield is going to be better than? I'm willing to go there. Yeah? I'm willing to go there. Well, that's the thing with the combine, right? Yeah. It's like, what are you really testing? Cause yeah, because KD said that he hated the combine because he heard people laughing. Laughing? And that's the craziest thing in the world. KD, did you see KD when he was drafted? Well, Katie was super he was, lanky. Katie, oh, you, oh, did, yeah, did you watch Katie? Brady. I was gonna say. I'm not even sure. <laughs> I'm not even sure if <laughs> if he avoided the bench. If he said he wasn't benching because hand. I mean beforehand, but I think he was doing like the push-ups, and he could barely do them. And he said that he heard everybody laugh. And like I said, this is the, arguably the number one or the number two overall pick. So to realize that that bothered him. And that was, you know what I mean? And granted, he's a kid at the time, so I understandably that bothered Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Um, but just to see how everybody was just like, you guys have seen him play basketball already. Right. So you guys yeah. are watching this workout, and you guys are like, oh, no, nah, he's not going to, this isn't going to work. This is a league yeah. of men. Da, 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 da. KD said the entire time, he was just like, in his mind, he was like, just, just give watch. me a ball. Just, yeah. Just give me a ball. Yeah. So once they gave him the ball during 
the combine section, uh, portion of it. I mean, during the, during that portion of the uh, combine, everybody was watching and was like, "I've he's seven Damn. feet and can shoot." Like I don't, I don't. I mean, then off the dribble, and then he he shoots ninety percent from the free throw line. I mean, he's oh, but he can't do a push up. Dog, I don't care. Seriously, I don't care if he can't do one. Wait, like so. On that note, um, OBJ had some things to say towards the NFL and all these stats. And do you guys think that with them, they compare so much to other people and their scores and their stats? Like they put Metcalf up against. Um, Julio Jones and all that, and they kind of like show their stats. And OBJ yeah. had tweeted out, or that's unfair. His, yeah, he was just like, it's crazy how you don't let them have their own identity at the combine. And he, so they put that he ran a a four four three, but he had also ran DK? a four three. No, OBJ. Oh, um, he had ran a four four and a four three one. And he said, so I'm really into math, and I've always been. <laughs> My teacher never once taught me that the average of these two numbers would be a four four three. So. I mean, Wait, that's what was another. The second, it's what out was the there. Second, uh, clock number. He did a four four and a four three one. And they said it was a four four three. Three. What they had put him up side by side with, because they put a a photo of DJ Metcalf mm-hmm. or DK Metcalf. Sorry. DK. And I didn't even catch that. Julio Jones, and I believe OBJ with him on the side. And that's when he yeah. said. Yeah. So they have Julio Jones at a four four two. Um, Paris Campbell, who they matched up against, too, mm-hmm. was four three two. Ohio State, and then Beckham with a four four three. So mm. it's like, yeah. First off, <laughs> it's out there. <laughs> first Fast. off, you got it wrong. Second yeah, and I'm glad that OBJ let like, the guys went back, have their own like, identity. Yeah, yeah, that's went back true. Like, yo. Um, yeah, I love the fact how he was like, yo. By the way, <laughs> that's wrong. But do you anyway. like that they compare? No, to I mean, other well, you know people? what? I don't. You know, it's so dangerous. Like, I don't like it. But I'm asked to do it a lot. To compare it. I mean, I to think find that comps. And I understand do. the idea of comparing it. Right. I just don't. I like the idea of comparing games. But I think people need to understand, too, though. If I'm saying that somebody's a comp, I'm not saying that they're going to have a comp, a comp. And I mean, when I say comp, I'm saying com- comparable. Compare. I don't believe that. I believe it very rarely actually means that I'm saying that they're going to have a comp career per se. Mm. I'm saying that this body type reminds me of this person. The way that they play reminds me of this person. Mm -hmm. Usually that's where it goes. If it's extended to, I believe this person's going to be a winner like Kobe, then they'll say that. If I believe that this person has a killer instinct like Kobe, then they'll say that. If a person feels like they have the best handle since AI, they're going to say that. Shooting ability since Larry Bird, they're going to say that. So... I just think that people need to realize that if I'm saying that somebody's a comp, it's like this is what I mean by that. Obviously, if we're saying Trey, we mentioned Trey Young earlier. If I'm saying Trey Young reminds me of Steph, I'm just saying that when he came into the league, regardless of when Steph got drafted, because it's not comparable to what happened with Trey, especially the buzz surrounding him, I don't feel still. But, um, you look at both of them, and I feel like when they came into the league, you look at their body size, and there were people in the league that were like, "Well, what is look, he going to do? So look at this comparison with Metcalf and Jones. Uh, Metcalf is 6'3", 228 pounds. Jones is uh, 6'2", 220 pounds. Their 40-yard dash, Metcalf was 4'33", and Jones ran a 4'42". I'm so sorry. Not even to cut you off. Do you have his college numbers? Oh. Uh, DK. I'll have to look that up. Um, 
Because you know what's funny? I, I'm rooting for him, especially after all of this mm-hmm. hype. Like, I'm absolutely rooting for him. Um, the <laughs> He put up all of these crazy numbers at the combine. I love Julio Jones, uh, and I'm a Packer fan. So, again, another person who I have reason to hate. Um, one thing I know about Julio Jones that I don't know about DK Metcalf, Julio Jones can catch footballs at the NFL level. What if DK does all of this and doesn't have any hands at the NFL level? I I, I think he's going to be fine. But I'm just saying, but what if he doesn't have hands? All of these comparisons right. to, that's what I'm saying. So if we're comparing body type, numbers at the combine, things like that, I'm kind of all for it. But if we're just comparing, oh, I think he's going to be the next Julio Jones, mm-hmm. then you're saying that he's going to have comparable stats, things of that nature. So I think people just need to be responsible, especially if they're asked the question in media, to explain what you're saying when you're saying comp. Explain if you're just saying body type, if you're saying that their numbers are going to be close, things like that. Because yeah. I'm not going to get close and say that anybody's going to – because I understand what Antonio Brown is doing, but Julio Jones, the single game numbers that he puts up, I think he's going to continue to do that. Because like, right. I think he yeah. has Calvin Johnson type intensity. There could be one game where easily he goes for 300 by himself. Easily. And it's just one of those things where people like to say, oh, they have nobody else to throw to. That's a lot. Well, that's why I liked in some of the comments, you know, people are like, hey, dude's straight out of college. Let's not compare him to Julio just yet, you know. So when you take a quick snapshot of that, let's all remember. Yeah. There's so much more than the combine. But Absolutely. although these numbers are very impressive. Absolutely. Because uh, like a player that I like in college, I was about to say, I'm so sorry. A player that I like in college is C.D. Lamb. I'm not sure if he's going to transfer to or if his game is going to translate to the nfl level i love cd lamb i just don't know if that he looks like a great college wide receiver i don't know about the pros that's always Mm -hmm. the question chatterbox i hate to cut you guys off but we have to take a break really quick and when we get back we need to talk about nick Foles. is he going to the jaguars and we still have a hockey trend i have to tell you guys about don't go anywhere you're listening to talk that talk 91.5 kunb the rebel hd2 Programming on 91.5 The Rebel HD2 is brought to you by Smashburger, the official sponsor of Lunchtime. This is member-supported KUNV HD2 Las Vegas, the broadcast service of UNLV. Resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. I'm DJ Mongo here in your head. Did you ever get the feeling that all electronic music gets to sounding annoyingly the same? Like computers have robbed the music of its heart and soul? Well, I'm here to tell you that great music didn't stop getting made in the 21st century. Yes, computers in the wrong hands can rob music of its heart and soul. But in the hands of a Beethoven or a Mozart or even a Marley, the computer is the greatest musical invention since the amplifier. Allow me the opportunity to show you what I mean every Friday night, Saturday morning from 1 to 3 a.m. in Mongoland on 91.5 The Source, KUNV. Hello, and thank you for calling Dial-A-Movie, your one-stop guide to what's playing in theaters near you. For the Hollywood blockbuster, Anything But Sunshine, please press 1. For the romantic comedy, Anything But Sunshine, please press 2. For Anything But Sunshine, please press 3. If you would like to see Anything But Sunshine, please press 4. Please make your selection now. You've selected 
Anything but sunshine. You expect options everywhere else in life. Are you getting them when it comes to your medical treatment? Explore all your options and talk with your doctor about what's right for you. Knowing your options is the best option. Learn more at AHRQ.gov. That's AHRQ.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Every day, the trauma of war pushes 20 veterans to suicide. Help stop this epidemic with Canines for Warriors. Canines for Warriors have trained and placed over 500 service dogs with warriors suffering from the invisible wounds of war. They offer a unique program where post 9-11 veterans spend three weeks training with service dogs at Camp Canine in Ponte Vedra and the Gold Family Campus in Alachua. The program has proved to be life-saving, allowing veterans to manage their symptoms and return to civilian life. To learn more or to donate, visit caninesforwarriors.org. The forest is a treasured and magical place. Hello, Bambi. Hello, little prince. Hello. Hello there. But a wildfire can destroy its beauty for a lifetime. It's always wildfire season somewhere in America. Nearly 9 out of 10 wildfires nationwide are caused by the carelessness of humans and could be prevented. But together, we can make a difference. Watch what I can do! <laughs> Help protect the home of our forest friends. He can call me a flower if he wants to. To find out more, log on to SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. This message has been brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, the National Association of State Foresters, and the Ad Council. Come on! You can do it! That's cute. All right, we still got another hour of Talk That Talk on 91.5 KUNV, the Rebel HD2. I'm Alex White, here with Terrell Chatterbox Emerson and Medina Rose. <laughs> All right, you guys. I Medina, you're good. Um, we're going to switch over really quick. Because I have to tell you more crazy um, odds. Because, T, I think it was last week, right? We were talking about the Phillies and their win totals and their odds to win the World Series. And I just kept saying that I wanted to see if it would change right. once Bryce made his decision. Yes. So only two things actually changed. Okay. And so to win um, 2019 World Series... Phillies are still 12 to 1. To win the oh, NL pennant, they're still 6 to 1. Mm -hmm. To win the East Division, 9 to 4. To win the wild card game, 6 to 1. And then this one moved one game. Regular season wins moved from 88 and a half to 89 and a half. Um, mm. To make the playoffs stayed the same. And then Bryce Harper's home run total moved, though, from 34 and a half to 36 and a half. Which makes sense mm -hmm. at yeah. that part. I was about to say yes, that makes sense. Um, makes I did see the one of the odds makers. He tweeted and said that they had already put into account that Bryce was like they had already they going to Philly. That he was going to Philly. Adjusted a little bit, mm. so that's why they didn't have to move it out. That's much that sense because I bet a lot of people were racing down try to get those lower numbers. Yeah, and yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna say this the last time, and I promise you, I promise you, this is the last time I'm gonna say it. It's not because I was just gonna. No, nah, I was about to say the reason why is because I'm not even sure if I can act on it, but I'm going to see if somebody that I know, if I can go tell my dad, like, go put some money on this person. 
Nolan Arenado is still twenty five to one with the home run crown. He really is. Oh, and you know what else? Five to one. Max Muncy, he must he must just be in the field. Is That's he? what I was thinking. I don't I don't know. We gotta find that out because they I feel like they create one for you. That's if what he I makes, was thinking, but I feel like but my dad has to wait to to see if he makes the opening day roster. Okay, but I actually found another bet for your dad. Okay. And that is <laughs> um National League MVP. Okay. Because if he's gonna hit the most home runs and he's on a great team yeah. with LA, yeah. so why that is not? A good one. But I like I told him already too. Don't Cody's I, there. Don't don't what? hate on Max yet, okay? I'm, he had an outstanding year last year with the Dodgers. He has a good story too, actually. Does he? Well, I mean, he was with uh Oh, just his story about how he moved around. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And then got released i want to say orioles but i could be wrong i feel like he played for the a's too maybe it was it was just the a's it was just the a's it was just the a's he struggled to move up in their minor league system then he got released worked his butt off got picked up by the dodgers Mm -hmm. and almost won a world series the rest is still history yeah home run derby participant yes so yeah he's, he's definitely made some moves i just feel like when you look at that team there's so many other there's so many other names in that lineup. And you know how much we talk about the Yankees, too? Yeah. Yo. I went back and looked at their, like, projected lineup. Yeah. I forgot DJ LeMayhew. I forgot Troy Tulowitzki. Troy Tulowitzki is at the bottom of their lineup, possibly? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. That is crazy. Like, literally from one through nine, they're a problem. Um, who, who are we talking about a lot? The Reds? The Reds with their moves. I was also looking at the Phillies because before they got Harper, they made a lot of moves in the offseason. Their lineup looks pretty good. Andrew McCutcheon, I credited them early in the year for getting one of the one of the best still in the game, I feel, if in the right situation. I, I truly do. We're going to have to pause in about 30 seconds for uh, station identification from one of our sponsors. Um, but yeah, I, I when I look at Philly, they they've have possibly one of the best off seasons too. Yes, um, actually, that is another point I was going to make. A lot of the uh, NL Central East? East. Wait for the where the Phillies are. Yes. Yeah the the uh, the East. A lot of the East made a lot of moves, but I was going to ask you if the Central is still the best. When we get back. As soon as we get back, we'll definitely answer that question. Programming on 91.5 The Rebel HD2 is brought to you by Smashburger, the official sponsor of Lunchtime. Oh. Here we go. Um, By the way, so... Why is my mic not coming on today? Nolan Arenado, he does have some respect with the MVP, though, because Bryce is 5-1 to one and Nolan Arenado is 7-1. to one. He's second. So you're looking so at the home runs, right? Yes. Okay. Maybe it's the ballpark. Yeah. You're saying I should go make that bet. But okay. That was a head nod. I said no <laughs> words. I can deny, deny, deny. I, I cannot confirm nor deny. What are the chances that your boy Jacob DeGrom could win the NL Cy Young back-to-back. He's, let's ponder this. <laughs> it would take the other NL 
pitchers, starting pitchers. Scherzer. To probably, yeah, probably Max Scherzer. And, I mean, yeah, looking at something like that, it would take them, like, not putting up comparable numbers. It would take Jacob having 